Yes, it's taken a long time. And yes, there have been a lot of false positives over the years. But this time, I think it's finally happened. We've watched her ever since Donald Trump got elected. And there have been many times when it has looked like Nancy Pelosi has gone completely over the cliff. But her parachute always seemed to open just before she hit the ground. But this time, it seems different. I think this is the big one. I think that she has completely and finally lost her mind to Trump derangement syndrome. I can't think of any other explanation for the way she's been acting lately. The woman has completely lost all sense of reality. I know, I know. You're going to tell me that she's never been truly sane, and she's doing nothing differently now than she has for years. She's always been crazy. That's why they call her Crazy Nancy. I see your point, too, but this time it seems different, and not just for Nancy, either. A lot of people on the left seem to be losing it, and the pressure is getting unbearable. And don't try to tell me it isn't getting to you, either. It's getting to everyone. I know it's getting to me. Democrats don't seem to believe in the polls anymore. If they did, they wouldn't be acting so terrified at the prospect of four more years of President Donald Trump. It seems that every poll has Biden leading by huge margins, and the consensus seems to be building that barring a catastrophe, like the voters actually realizing that this is Joe Biden who's running, he can't possibly lose. But, on the other hand, the polls are all heavily oversampling Democrats, so they can't possibly be accurate. But even Rasmussen has Biden way ahead now, and they're usually pretty trustworthy. So there's real reason to worry about the chances of President Trump getting a second term. But are people telling the pollsters the truth? I doubt it. But if they are, Donald Trump is in big trouble. And he isn't helping things either. The pressure seems to be getting to him because he's saying and doing things that will hurt his chances of getting reelected. In a close race, the last thing you want to do is hurt yourself. But he's doing it. Mike Pence did a great job last week in his debate with Kamala Harris. He beat her, and she beat herself. It couldn't have been worse for the Democrats. It was the kind of performance that could have turned things around for the campaign. But the president made sure that it didn't. Early the next morning, he got into an argument with the people running the presidential debates and said that he would not participate in the second debate because it was not going to be live but instead it was going to be a virtual debate. Instead of making the Democrats live with the debate disaster of the night before, he wrecked that great story, and he replaced it with his argument with the debate commission, which doesn't help him at all. A lot of people think his only chance of beating Joe Biden at this point is to debate him virtually or any other way, but the president doesn't agree. Did he give in to the pressure? Does he believe the polls this time? And if that wasn't bad enough, he attacked Attorney General William Barr Sunday morning, and that sure isn't going to help him either. As everyone knows by now, the results of the Durham investigation have been delayed because of the coronavirus. But President Trump seems to be blaming William Barr. That's a terrible move for several reasons. One, Bill Barr is highly respected. If he says the investigation can't be hurried, I believe him, and I think most people do too. 
The president says that he wants President Obama and Joe Biden to be indicted, and he blames Barr if it doesn't happen. He also criticized Secretary of State Mike Pompeo for not releasing Hillary Clinton's emails. As we learn more about the origins of the Russia hoax, it's clear that this was one of the worst political crimes in history. But the fact is that indictments for President Obama and Joe Biden are extremely unlikely, even if they deserve it. It just isn't going to happen. And even if there are indictments, it won't change anyone's vote in this election. The fact that the president seems to think that this will turn the tide in his favor is sad, because I don't think it will. This will only make the president look weak and worried and like he believes that he's going to lose unless a miracle happens. But the miracle won't be indictments. The fact is that the president has repeatedly veered off course and has failed to emphasize his accomplishments. Instead, he's relied on attacks, and the attacks haven't worked. Joe Biden isn't Hillary Clinton. People may feel sorry for Joe Biden because he's clearly losing it mentally, but they don't hate him. They could hate Kamala Harris, but the left knows it, and they'll hide her until after the election. President Trump needs to stop derailing his own campaign. If he doesn't, we're going to hear everyone in the media talking about how he really doesn't want another term and he's ready to go back to the private sector so he can cash in on his presidency and get richer. If he keeps acting this way, that will be the story, and it might cause a lot of his voters to stay away on election day. So I hate to say it, but it looks like the pressure might be getting to him too. But hey, Democrats in the media are feeling it too. Look at Nancy Pelosi with her 25th Amendment lunacy. Where did that come from? No one in their right mind would be talking about the 25th Amendment this close to an election unless they didn't believe they were actually ahead. You would only do something this dumb unless you thought the polls were all wrong and this was your only chance to get rid of the president. Nancy only helped the president when she tried to throw it against the wall one more time in the hopes that Republicans would agree with her and join the mob in trying to get rid of President Trump. Is she seeing internal polls that are the opposite of the phony national polls we see on TV every day? That's possible. More than possible. How else do you explain that this woman, who Democrats claim is a political genius, is acting so deranged? Was she so disappointed that the president seems to be cured of COVID-19 that it finally drove her over the edge? She isn't the only one, if that's the case, because a lot of people on the left actually came out and said publicly that they wanted the president to die from the virus. And when he didn't die, and he got better instead, they even took out their anger at Walter Reed Medical Center. Washington Post writer Jennifer Rubin called for the defunding of Walter Reed. It was serious. She wrote this about Republicans. They have sold their souls to Trump and either passively or actively bought into white supremacy and religious authoritarianism. They waged war on the Constitution and objective reality. Poor Jennifer Rubin. And Senator Elizabeth Warren. She says that if Joe Biden is elected president, President Trump should be tried in court for the way he handled the coronavirus, and he will be punished. Lizzie Warren has always been a little off-kilter. 
You see it when she speaks. But this has to earn her a special place in the TDS psych ward. Maybe occupational therapy would help. She could learn to make things with beads and turquoise, maybe blankets. Jennifer and Liz can join Nancy Pelosi in the Trump derangement syndrome psych ward. There are people who will listen to you there and maybe even take you seriously. And they even have special meds to make you feel better. Yes, the left is feeling the pressure. And they feel it in their hearts that the polls aren't accurate and that President Trump could win in a landslide. And with four more years in the White House, the Trump derangement syndrome psych wards will be overflowing with people talking to themselves and inventing hysterical conspiracy theories about how Vladimir Putin is really Donald Trump in disguise and only AOC can save the planet. Of course, I don't know if it is Trump derangement syndrome or her own natural paranoia, but AOC doesn't want to be called AOC anymore. Mike Pence struck a nerve the other night in the debate by calling her AOC. She now only wants to be called Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez, which means everyone will make sure to call her AOC every chance they get. Calling her an NUT might be more appropriate, but I'm pretty sure that she doesn't like that either. At some point in the future, she hopes it will be when she's sworn in as president in 2025, she'll demand that people call her Dear Leader, or maybe DL. There'll be consequences if you do call her AOC. So many people in the media seem to be very disappointed that the president didn't die from the coronavirus, and they said it, or tweeted it, and Twitter didn't suspend them. They said he deserved to die because he's responsible for the virus killing so many people. That is Trump derangement syndrome. And they all need to go with Nancy and Jennifer and AOC and Liz to the psych ward so they can bond in their hatred. It's totally insane that they can blame COVID-19 on the president. The facts show a much different picture. But the facts don't matter once you've contracted Trump derangement syndrome. It's one of the first symptoms of this particular mental disorder. They don't recognize any facts. And as the election nears and the left fears his re-election, the symptoms will be getting far more severe than usual. And to be fair, the president has done a terrible job explaining how different things could have been, how many more people would have died if he didn't listen to the experts and if he didn't mobilize the public and private sectors to fight COVID. It's a great story, but somehow he just can't seem to tell it coherently. That TDS psych ward is filling up fast now, and it will soon be overflowing. The pressure is building by the hour on the left, and the right too. This election is causing so many people to lose their sanity, and the Amy Coney Barrett hearings start tomorrow, so the insanity could ratchet up even more once they start. Senator Chris Coons of Delaware, one of my favorite lunatics, is saying that if Republicans vote her onto the Supreme Court, they will be guilty of packing the court. Huh? Senator Coons likes to portray himself as a moderate, but he isn't fooling anyone who listens to him. He's a far-left radical nutjob who would pack the court and end the filibuster if he could. And when the time comes, he'll enthusiastically support the presidency of AOC.
There's a special place for Chris Coons in the TDS psych ward. And Carl Bernstein is still ranting about homicidal negligence and how the president should be punished. But what about homicidal stupidity, Carl? Shouldn't that be a crime? And how about that phony NBC town hall for Joe Biden? That was all about TDS. Or maybe it was a call for help from an entire network infected with Trump derangement syndrome. I'm sure that some historian can come up with a presidential election way back in our history that might come close to the hysteria that this one is creating. But I doubt it. This one is pretty special. I don't think there is an election in our history where changing our form of government was on the line. In this one, it is. It's completely insane. I thought the hatred of Ronald Reagan when he was in the White House was bad. The press hated him with everything they had. But this is so far beyond that hate. That was love compared to what they feel for Donald Trump. I can't even begin to wrap my arms around what the next few weeks will be like. It'll be like watching a train wreck, maybe from both sides. But if the political gods have a sense of humor, then Donald Trump will be reelected. The streets will be filled with people on the left, walking around aimlessly, talking to themselves, and shouting and cursing their gods. They'll be demanding meds, and psychological counselors will be turning away business. If President Trump loses, he'll leave the White House peacefully, because that's what Republicans do. If he wins, all hell will break loose on the left, because that's what they do. Just look at the Russia hoax. Remember the quote from General George Patton? Compared to war, all other forms of human endeavor shrink to insignificance. God help me, I do love it so. Some people might say, compared to this election, compared to the pressure building to such high levels, compared to the importance of the outcome of this election, compared to all of the insanity coming from the left, all other elections in our history shrink to insignificance. God help me, I do love it so.